0: BANG BANG! Welcome to the potty as brought to you by Bet With Joel, the best in sports betting advice. If you want to sign up to Bet With Joel, he's got all types of different packages for you. Um, starting starting at a very low cost, where you only get a few bets per week, to a very high cost, where you're getting all the bets per week, and you're turning over more money with the potential to earn more profit. Okay, Joel was a career better sports better for a long time for about a decade before he got blacklisted from all uh sports bookmakers because he was making too much money so they don't want to deal with him anymore he's got the knowledge now he's bringing that knowledge to you so if you want to make a little bit of extra coin sign up to bet with joel at betwithjoel.com slash ref that's r-e-f slash welcome to the potty and to promo code potty exclusive 50 that's potty exclusive 5-0 for 50% off your first week subscription. So your best your best bet is to go for the highest package and get 50% off and see how that shit runs for you. Alright, check it out. You, you want you wanna just be a poor dude forever? No, dude, you wanna go out if you live in a place that lets you outdoors during coronavirus? You want to go out. Dude, you want to make a little bit extra coin so that when you're allowed back outside, you can like maybe buy a fucking a new house with like a big backyard where you can party and shit outside with friends. Bet with Joel, dude, he's the answer to all your problems. Do not forget, welcome to the party. Alright? So let's P-O-D-D-Y. BetwithJel.com slash ref R-E-F as in referee slash. Welcome to the potty. betwithjoel.com slash ref slash welcome to the potty enter promo code potty exclusive50. That's P-O-D-D-Y exclusive 5-0 for 50% off your first week subscription. Welcome to the Potty is also supported by Phoenix Fitness as FNX Fitness. For all your fitness needs, supplements, all that good shit, you need protein, you need creatine, you need krill oil, you need pre-workout. Dude, whatever you need to get to the gym, to recover, to lift harder, to put on size, to cut down, whatever you gotta do. Dude, Phoenix Fitness. Go to the link in the episode description or go to uh, uh, the link in the Welcome to the Potty Instagram bio and enter promo code WTTP, the letter W for water, TTP, and you will get 15% off all purchases. And if you want to support the Welcome to the Potty podcast directly, you can go to welcometothepotty.com store, buy yourself a butter soft Welcome to the Potty unsourced t-shirt. Uh, these shits are so fucking soft, dude. I, I don't even know what to tell you. I've been cleaning my windows with it. It's like a fucking chamois. All right? And then you can buy your bung bung beans, dude. The best coffee for the best price, dude. Think about this. Have you ever melted gold and sipped on that? Well, that's pretty much what a bung bung bean is, dude. Ground beans coming soon. Let's start the show. Welcome to the party, welcome baby, welcome, Welcome, baby, welcome, welcome to the party Welcome, baby, welcome, oh, no, no. Welcome, baby, welcome, Welcome to the party, bung bung It's your man Claytron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweller Cause I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman Cause I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcast and the Magnum Pi podcast and the Captain. Oh man, heavy days, heavy, heavy days. Uh, funeral yesterday. had a funeral yesterday for Rachel's Nan. Um, I told you guys a couple of weeks ago about Rachel's Nan passed away. Um, and yesterday we finally had the service, had the chance to say goodbyes and all that stuff. So that was beautiful that was a beautiful and um, heavy-hearted day. But my um, my mum came along to that right, and took Rach and I out for lunch afterwards. And you know, at lunch we were like, oh, you know, Pam Pam loved a loved a champagne. Let's have a champagne. So we had a champagne, and then we got a little taste for the booze. So we had a little boozy lunch. And me being the biggest body there, like I I figured that I would maybe be the best to drive us from there. So it drove us back to mum's place and. Um, like I I, I was going to, cause my, my car was parked at mum's. So, you know, where I'm thinking, I was like, oh, Rach, come in for a second. Cause mum's trees out the back, they're blossoming. And and Rachel, you know, Rachel loves blossoms, dude. Like Rachel's whole attention will get switched. If you, if you, you know, if you're trying to have a conversation with this woman and you drive by some blossoms, it's over, dude. So I was like, when I went to pick up mum. I saw the Blossoms, I was like, oh shit, Rachel's got to see this, right? So I was like, oh, come in for a second and um, look at the Blossoms. We go in there and we really didn't come out for for probably four or five hours. You know, we we had some some gins, I had a couple of whiskeys, we had some beers. Um, they were having Rieslings, dude. So we really celebrated for, um, you know, Pam and really for ourselves. I think we were sort of uh i think me and mum were really trying to just sort of keep rachel busy a little bit um keep her spirits high and that it was a heavy day obviously funerals funerals get like that man so we did all that um and rachel was pretty drunk so i drove her car home and then she dropped me back over there this morning to pick up my car as you do but um yeah so that was cool then we had like pizza for dinner and all this All this shit, but um, we watched a movie, which I'll get into in Clare's reviews, but then we wake up this morning and, uh, hold on, let me just have a sip of this bung bung bean, one of the most delicious beans you'll ever have. Welcome to thepotty.com slash store if you want some fucking beautiful bung bung bean. Oh, man. Are you fucking kidding me, dude? (laughs) Coffee can taste this good? Bro, and this is just a long whack, dude. I know some of you guys like the frothy milk and the latte art and all that shit, but good God. Um, What was I saying? What just happened to me was like, if Rachel goes by blossoms, like I just, it's like if I have some good coffee, it's the same as if Rachel sees some good blossoms. You just lose complete train of thought. But oh yeah, this morning we wake up and Rachel's like, oh, I had this dream. And I'm like, well, don't tell me about it, cause I don't care about dreams. You know, <laughs> you know how people tell you about their dreams, and they're like, they don't. First off, most of the time they don't make sense. Second off, it didn't fucking happen. So think about if someone tells you, like, oh, I almost got it in an accident today. It's like you, you're boring, dude. Cause so you're telling me you're telling me a story about something that almost happened. So you're telling me something that didn't happen, which is essentially the same thing as telling me your fucking dreams, dude, because that didn't happen. All that happened was you laid down here and you recharged your fucking batteries for eight hours and you're you now you want to talk about some shit that didn't happen, you know? I don't give a fuck about your dreams, all right? I give a fuck about my dreams. If I dream something funny, I'm going to write it down and make a joke out of it. But I'm not going to go on stage and say, dude, hey, everyone... Um, listen to this dream I had. No, I'm just going to tell a story as if it fucking happened. Don't tell me some shit that didn't happen, you know? But I digress. So she she ends up telling me about this fucking dream, right? She's like, oh, you're not going to like this dream. And I was like, I'm not going to like any dream. I don't care about the contents, you know? I honestly don't care. That's like, Clay, you're not going to like this particular bag of onions. Dude, I don't like onions. So I'm not going to like any bag of onions, all right? So I don't like any fucking dream that you have. I don't care about it. I less less than don't like it. I I straight up don't care. I don't care, you know? And I said this. I said, no, I'm not going to not like it, Rach. I just don't care because it's a dream and it didn't happen. And she, do you know what she does? Proceeds to tell me. Cause she doesn't care, she doesn't care about Clay and his fucking stupid idiosyncrasies. You know? So she keeps telling me about this dream, and I guess she banged Justin Bieber and she couldn't she couldn't choose between us or some shit. And basically and I said, you know, one, if you get the chance to bang Justin Bieber or anyone on his level, go ahead. You know? I won't be mad at you. I don't want to know about it, but please don't feel guilty if you bang Justin Bieber. And two, you couldn't make your mind up between me and Justin Bieber. Because I can tell you this, Justin Bieber's mind's made up. He he was he just wanted to bang you. He's, he doesn't want a relationship with you, you know? Justin Bieber doesn't give a fuck about you in real life or in dream life. Justin Bieber is unattainable in dream life, okay? He's not going to be your man. Um, she called me jealous and stuff. And I, you know, I, frankly, I just wasn't jealous because one, it was a dream, you know, it was fake. Um, and two, yeah, like honestly, if she in real life could bang Justin Bieber, I would say bang him. Don't bang a dude that looks like him. Bang him. Do you understand that? Um, I would be more jealous if she banged a dude that looked like Justin Bieber or like if she banged Ellen DeGeneres because she looks close enough to jo- Justin Bieber, you know? She looks like Justin Bieber before he got tattoos. That's what Ellen de- DeGeneres looks like. But if she banged Ellen DeGeneres, I also wouldn't be mad because she's, I mean, she's not hot, but she's, you know, she's like upper echelon. Like she's, she's into Portia de Rossi who is hot and her wife. So if she wanted to cheat on Portia for rage, I'd be like, now that's that's opportunity knocking and maybe you can get me on the show. Or at the very least, like we could go on Dr. Phil to air out our grievances or something like that, which would be dope. Well, Maury, I love Maury. Um, fuck, I didn't realize I was going to talk about Maury today, but that's dope. I fuck with Maury so heavy, dude. I'd love to have him on the show. That would be maybe, dude, Maury would maybe be my number one if you said, could you have, if you could have anyone in the world on the Welcome to the Potty podcast, who would it be? I'd probably choose Maury, dude, and I will do a lie detector test. <gasps> no, I'd get him to do one. Oh, shit. How dope would that be? Oh, my God. Um, What was I talking about? Oh, yeah. And then she was like, oh, so we've got celebrity passes. I was like, yeah, but not just one. Like, pretty much any, like, A-list. A-list. Like, you, like, celebrity it doesn't even count for. I, w- I would say it doesn't even count for comedians. Like if she banged, I'll try and I'll try and pick someone that's not going through like sexual allegations at the moment. Um, <laughs> um so if she banged like Mike Burbiglia, you know, I'd be like, he's not famous enough and we're breaking up. Um but if she went and banged Tom Cruise who's really short, or Brad Pitt, Leo, who she reckons she's met before. Um, If she banged any of them, dude, I'd be like, go ahead. Go ahead, A-listers only. And she said, what would yours be? And I, I said, well, the only, I think the only real celebrity I've like been within arm's reach of is Alicia Keys. And I think she was already married to Swizzy at that time. But I don't think marriage really matters in this scenario, you know? Um, because you know Justin Bieber's married, but to what's her name? Halsey is that right? No, Haley. Haley. Last name sounds like uh, Baldwin. Bald- Baldwin. Baldwin. Haley Baldwin. Not related to Alec or Billy, or the or the third brother. Um. So yeah, but like really, I just started naming black chicks. I started naming all these black chicks, and then um, Rachel was <laughs> like. Am I, are you even attracted to me? (laughs) Because I didn't name anyone that looked like her. And I was like, well, do I fucking look like Justin Bieber to you? You know, she tries to make it like, you know, this fucking sad thing where, "Oh, oh, isn't Clay getting enough black pussy? I was like, you're dreaming about Justin Bieber. I didn't have this dream this is your dream, this is your scenario, and I'm just saying, like, yeah, I'd like to obey Alicia Keys, Rihanna, Um, who else, really, like, Beyonce, but, like, I've got the utmost respect for Jay-Z, like, I don't know if I could do it to him, Um, and then you start thinking of, like, you know, Cardi B, like, her voice is mad annoying, but like her body is not. Do you know what I mean? And how much body do you have to have for that to, to for you? How much body does a girl have to have for me to uh just sign off on that fucking voice? And the answer, the answer is Cardi B amount. Uh, E equals MC squared and uh annoying voice to body ratio that equals cardi b and that what that wet ass pussy dude that's what she's singing about that's what she's singing about um and dude there has to there there honestly there has to be a point where you're allowed to start calling people sluts again you know in in the 90s though when i grew up remember and remembering this i was being called the n-word um but like you could call, you could say "slut," and you know it was a naughty word, and you weren't supposed to say it. But it wasn't. There was no such thing as shaming. Um, homophobia was a thing, but it was like pretty normalized. Do you know what I mean? So "faggot" on the in the schoolyard was quite common, even if someone wasn't doing something gay. Like if you were, there was a difference. I think Louis C.K. does a really good joke about it, but I can't remember his phrasing. But um He said, he says something about like, when I, like, when, when I was young, we would call people faggots and like, we weren't saying, we would, we weren't saying stop acting gay. We were saying, stop acting like a faggot. And there's a difference. (laughs) And it's, it's true, dude. It's true, dude. Like, I was never like, I was never like, man, you're being, you know, super zesty right now, quit it. It was like, you are you know, you're being a pussy or like a bitch, you know, or like, you know, an F word, bro. You're being a straight up F word. But, you know, that's not in the lexicon anymore and that's fine. I don't need it. I don't need it. I've got plenty of insults, dude. Um, You know, you come at me the wrong way, I'll start talking about your dad, your dad can't even afford health insurance and shit like that, dude. I'll really come at people's throats. I'll come at your father's wealth, dude. <laughs> oh, shit. Dude, your, your dad catches, you know, public transport to work and shit like that. You know? Shit like that. So, I'll, I'll insult your mother's cooking, dude. Your mom makes a dry meatloaf, shit like that, dude. I'll, I'll really come at your family's necks. I don't need to say the F word, bro. Um, yeah, so I guess the the moral of the story really is that Rach and I have an open relationship when it comes to um, only when it comes to A-list celebrities. But we don't tell each other about it either. So she bangs Will and I bang Jada. The only people really talking about it is Will and Jada. So who's famous now? You know, me and Rachel, we, we take that shit to the grave. It's like open, but we don't want to, like, I don't need her to fucking come in and start bragging about some dick she got, you know, and it's not just some dick, you know, we're talking about Will Smith's dick or like whoever's, but, you know, it's pretty magic, but I don't want to then like, like try and measure up to Will Smith, you know, because I'm, I'm sure his slab game is insane. You, t- you know what I'm talking about? So yeah, that's it. So we've got an open relationship now. <laughs> semi-open, semi-open, uh, A-list, A-list level only. So the chances, what's my chances, do you think? Like if we did, um, remember that game, what are the odds? What are the odds that I bang, who's a single hot celebrity? I don't know if Scarlett Johansson is with anybody, but let's pretend she's not. My chances of, first off, meeting her, probably one in... At the at the lowest, probably one in six million, I would say. Chances of that meeting turning into a fuckfest, one in probably... And if she's... Hold on. If she's... If she's in a relationship, probably pretty low. But let's say she is single. Do I think I'm pretty charming? Yes. Have I put on a significant amount of weight? Yes. So I don't know if she's into dad bods. Maybe she is. If she is. So we're at one in six billion. I reckon if she's into dad bods, all I have to add is one million. So probably one in seven million chance that I bang Scarlett Johansson. But if she's not into dad bods, I'm at least doubling that to one in 12 million. But that's still pretty generous if she's not in dad bods. And I'm saying probably one in, one in a probably 300 million. And I'm no mathematician, but yeah, don't ask me how, like how I came to those odds, you know, it's just really, uh, estimation. It's really just estimation. So yeah, open relationships. Um, while we were at the lunch, remember I said, we're just going backwards now. So remember I said, mom and Rachel and I, and I usually like to speak in the other, the opposite way, me, mom and Rachel, you know, I like to say me first. Cause you know, I'm the center of the universe. That's a great coffee. Um, yeah, we were at this place and I won't shout them out. They got a hot waitress though, and she's, you know, she's in a relationship. I peeped her Instagram. And there's nothing wrong with peeping Instagram, I don't think. I think if she had an OnlyFans and I signed up to it, I still think that would be okay. But if I had, like I said last week, if I had banged her before, you know, that would be, and then I signed up to the OnlyFans, that would be pretty fucking like borderline shit. But like, I peeped this girl's Instagram because she served me at two different cafes and but I didn't know. I was like, I'm. I think I've met her before. I think I know her, you know. And I figured out her name and shit. And I looked it up, and then I, I figured out she worked at two different cafes. But she is like a solid, probably. If we really want to objectify women, I'd say probably at eight. Um, and that's decent, dude. Because you know I'm pretty harsh with my. I don't just throw tens around, dude. You've been to Clay's reviews. Um, and if I do Clay's reviews on um women dude the the levels really don't change you need to be an Oscar nominee to even get to like an 8.5 and she I, I just don't think she gets nominated you know but I think she's she's probably in the converse, in the conversation for a snub you know <laughs> what the fuck what dude I sometimes just listen to what I'm saying and I'm like holy shit dude like please. Please don't run for office. (laughs) Um, We're at this cafe and, you know, there's a pretty decent waitress walking around. And then uh, I know who her boyfriend is and he actually, they both served us. They both served us. And, you know, I was, I kind of was less nice to her and more nice to him. You know, so then it didn't look like I wanted to, you know, be in an open relationship with his girl, you know, even though she's not even a celebrity. And if we're talking like celebrity hot, she's probably like, you got to drop her down to like a six too, you know? Is that how it works? Is there different levels for celebrities or is it just across the board? She's like probably, if it's cross the board, dude, she's probably, it's probably a seven, seven, five. Adelaide eight. And I got to tell you, I think, I think Adelaide girls are as hot, if not hotter, than Melbourne girls. But tell you this, Adelaide girls are little snobs, and Melbourne girls are more easy to talk to. I'm serious. I'm serious. When I was single, dude, I'd go to go out and be like really smooth with girls. You know, you know when you got 50 beers in your belly and how smooth you can get with girls. Mm, what the fuck? You know, shit like that. But, um. I would go, people, people be like, um, I'm taken. I'm like, what? I was just asking you if you guys were using this chair so I could take it over to my friends, you know? uh, This seat's taken. I've got a boyfriend. I wasn't even, I didn't even talk yet, you know? That's what Adelaide's like. And in Melbourne, I'm like, yo, you got a lighter? Um, I'm trying to smoke this cigarette and these girls will be like, oh, where are you from? Oh, Adelaide. Oh my God. I love Adelaide. Oh my God. Oh, you're so cute. Oh my God. Oh. What are you in Melbourne for? Like, fuck, I just, I just, so I can smoke this cigarette. Cause my girlfriend won't let me do it in Adelaide. So I come to Melbourne once a year to smoke three packets in three days, you know? Um, Yeah, dude. Melbourne girls, do They love a chat. Adelaide girls. Adelaide girls. I don't know. I don't know what their fucking deal is, but they give me the the absolute irritates sometimes. Did I end up with an Adelaide girl? Yes. But she thought she was a Sydney girl. And check this out. She thought she was better than Adelaide. Not kidding. And I had to fucking knock her down a few pegs. Be like, listen, (laughs) listen here, bitch. (laughs) You know? I was about to keep going, but I was about to be real disrespectful, and that was just a made-up story, but some of you people, you know, don't know, don't understand what a comedy podcast is, sometimes you make a couple of distasteful jokes, and people want to get their feelings hurt, and it's like, suck a my dick, you know, suck on my balls a two-time, dude, I just... Right. it's so wild that I can just sit in here and talk to myself for a whole hour, bruh. And sometimes I just cut it off at an hour, like, and I was still ready to like, keep it moving, you know, keep just really pumping that shit out. Got a nice message from a listener yesterday, um, talking about the shows doing like really cool and keep doing your thing. I love hearing that shit, guys. I love hearing that shit. Um, but that's, dude, I'm getting sidetracked because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing the proverbial blossoms. But uh, I would say, yeah, so we're at lunch getting served by these, these waiters slash waitresses. But I don't think you're supposed to call them waitresses anymore because it's sex, sexist or something. They're all waiters and they're all actors. No, dude, you're a lady actor. So you're an actress, you're a stewardess, you're a waitress. I won't stop. Comedian and comedian, I'm not really into that shit. Not really into that shit for some reason, mainly because I don't. It's hard to spell comedian. Um, and I don't like saying it. It seems weird. Actress though, bro, that shit like that shit. I'm gonna keep that shit really going till. I die that's going to be my sort of legacy that lives on it's like yeah he really that's what they're going to say at my funeral <laughs> dude they're going to someone's going to stand up there and they're going to be like yeah he really um he really wanted to keep that that actress shit going <laughs> that's what I'm going to be remembered for dude that's going to be my fucking legacy and I'm still getting still getting uh sidetracked by the proverbial blossoms dude but Um, so we're, we're sitting down eating lunch and it was a good fucking feed by the way, but let's keep it moving. This homeless dude, there was, this place has just recently opened up, uh, reopened up because of COVID, right? And they've got balloons and shit up outside, like welcome back and all this shit. And this homeless dude goes up there and he starts screaming. Um, and he reminds me of, um, like, kind of like Oscar the Grouch, but nah, there's a movie where there's, like, a homeless guy that's like, ah! Almost like Steve Buscemi in Big Daddy, but... Or maybe even the ho- the bum in um, Happy Gilmore. I'm not sure, but... This dude really was just, um, I don't know, smacked out, or... He was definitely toothless. I could see from... I was pretty good distance away, but I could see him. And his teeth really weren't... Um, you know when you've got a really old tent and even though you put the poles together as good as possible, it, re- it starts, it's just real saggy. That's kind of what his mouth looked like, dude. It just really wasn't it wasn't holding itself together. It needed needed assistance, I would say. Uh, but so he's out there with a lighter popping all the balloons and like screaming, but no one really knew what he was saying. And when we first got there, we got told we had to sit outside. And um, we were like, yeah, 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 sure. Uh, and then they at the last minute, someone left, and they were like, oh, someone left earlier than we thought, like, come come on inside. And we sat inside, right? But he was popping balloons right by we was, where we were sitting. And mom and um, mom, probably a bit more than Rach, because I've settled down over the time that, it, like, even leading up to being with Rage, but I used to be a little bit of a fucking psycho, dude. That was my nickname at the start of the Welcome to the Potty podcast. If you don't remember, um, it was like Psycho or McManiac. Um, you met, when we when, met, when me and, when me and Dante used to do the uh, the intros. That's what it used to be. The AK the AKAs. Um, McManiac, psycho, whatever. But yeah, so mom's like, Jesus. Cause he was like standing on like where our table was. And mom was like, ah, oh, I hate to, I hate to think what you would have done if he was out there when we were out there. And I was like, shit, man. Like honestly, I didn't think about that, but like not, I don't think I would have tried to be a hero or anything, but I definitely would have told him to fuck off. Or maybe I would have, I don't know, maybe I would have been more sensitive to his mental health and shit and tried to just talk, like, come on, man, like, get the fuck out of here or something. I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't have tried. I wouldn't have just bashed him, you know? I'm not a fucking, you know, McManiac, but yeah, I would have told, I would have definitely tried to get him out of there, but. Yeah, he was just fucking dude. I forget what movie he reminds me of. Maybe it was one of those two movies, but he really was out here like just wildin'. Um And speaking of wilding dude, like, oh maybe we go to news because that really was more that was that was the personal section, wasn't it? Personal section. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> All right, so you guys know who Joe Budden is. He's a rapper, ex-rapper, now podcaster, right? He reckons he's retired from the rap game, but I'll be the fucking judge of that. But he, um, some information recently came out. No, you know what? Let me start from the start. Joe Budden ended his contract with Spotify. No one knows where he's going, but I guess there's been hints that he's going to over to Tidal, which is Tidal is in like waves, T-I-D-A-L, which is um, Jay-Z's streaming platform. Yeah, Jay-Z's really about, about that money. Right, so yeah, there's whispers that they might be, the Joe Budden podcast with Rory and Maul might be going to Tidal, and then all of a sudden, all this bullshit starts coming out about Joe. Some people are calling it a smear campaign. I don't know, right? But I guess this, this his ex-woman, ex-fiance, ex-girlfriend, Sin Santana, who is a light-skinned baddie, um, similar to that of Cardi B. You understand? So like, if she's got a fucking annoying voice, you can definitely put up with that shit right but she um she released some documents about like Joe Joe's domestic violence against her and then also that in these documents it stated some shit about him jerking off dogs and he admitted it in court apparently about like you know as a dog owner, for a dog that doesn't that you know doesn't get to interact with bitches, um, dude. And in the thing in the court document, bitches was fucking uh, it they did stars in the middle. It said B star star uh C H or whatever, bro. They did all these stars, and I'm like, but bitches is the correct ter- terminology, right? If you got a male dog that doesn't get any bitches, that's... Dude, when we were buying our dog, um, and... Dude, the, the breeder straight up sent me an email that said... And I've still got this email. It's one of the best emails ever, bro, because... Like, it was politically correct, but it sounded so crazy. She said, my bitch is going to be ready to mate around Christmas. My bitch is going to be ready to mate around Christmas. And that's just... That's just phenomenal. Sensational. <laughs> Have you guys heard that shit? I've got to I've got to get that drop. I've got to get that drop on the soundboard. Sensational. That's future. Um, and you guys thought future was using fucking auto-tune. <laughs> His whole voice is auto-tune, bro. Sensational. Um Fuck, like, what was I talking about? Dude, the proverbial blossoms are really fucking me up today. Uh, what was I talking about, you guys? Oh, Joe Budden. Yeah, so he's saying um like his dog has no bitches around, and so as a responsible dog owner, he needed to ha- like help help his backed up dog so he would masturbate his dog. Right? That's what it says in these documents that that Sin Santana released and He starts trending on Twitter and everybody's making, you know, Twitter, you know, everyone's a comedian on Twitter, right? But then this clip got released. They they record the podcast and I think it was maybe at Rory's house or Rory's dog was there. Joe was like rubbing the dog's genitalia Uh, and Rory grabbed the dog and he's like, stop jerking off my dog, right? And this is all on the, this is all on the potty, right? And they released this clip. They released it. Um, so I don't know. I don't know, dude, but I guess Joe Biden jerks off dogs. Am I mad? I I don't know if I'm mad. I get the, I get the sentiment, dude. I get it. If a dog can't fuck, dude, like what's it? What do you got? You, you're helping it out. Um, as long as he's not putting his slab inside it, you know, I think maybe it's all above board. Would I do it? No. Would I finger GG? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Are you kidding me, dude? That's, you know, that's, that's really, that's some really out there shit, dude. Like, I'm just being honest. That is some really out there shit. But yeah, so that's really all the news. That's all the news that I have for the day, you know. But I do, I do got some sports for you. So, I don't know if everybody heard about these bitches on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> the way I talk is fucking atrocious. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know if anybody heard about these. Yeah, but really, you know, these these real skanks on this podcast a couple weeks ago were talking about how they got really ran trained on well this one bird was talking about how she was getting fucked from behind and then all of the phoenix sons walked into this hotel room and she sucked all their dicks and swallowed all their cum and that really is um that really makes me sick dude i'm really upset about that type of shit uh it makes me you know nervous to be a father and my daughter because that that bitch honestly uh has no respect for herself no man has respect for her uh i've been you know i've been the part of a train before i've been part of a train where this girl fucked uh you know me and two of my teammates you know back to back to back you know none of us were ever in the same room but she was just in there waiting for us to sort of like really go in there and do it and the the sick thing was that she was you know she was sober she'd come straight from the the library studying so uh and i wish i didn't say that out loud just now but um you know this this, and that's you know and do i have respect for that girl no and do i have respect for this bitch that's going on podcast airing out nba players dirty laundry no so this this bitch is really out here. She's saying she's sucked all these dicks while she's getting fucked from behind. She's swallowing all this cum, dude. And I know cum's supposed to like have protein in it or something, but I don't know how strong this bitch needs to be, you know? But um, she, she, they have this guest, I don't even know if it's their podcast or who fucking podcast they're on, but they've got this guest come on and it's Chief Chief Keith's baby mama. Now, I don't know what her name is, but she comes on there and she's talking about getting all these text messages from Odell Beckham Jr., who is, you know, he's a great wide receiver. He used to play for the Giants, and he plays for the um, the Cleveland Browns, dude. And this is, and that's unfortunate. It's unfortunate because Cleveland sucks, um, not as a city, but as a as an NFL franchise. Um, but it also, this story makes it even more unfortunate because, um, you know, and I'm referring to these women as bitches really because they're just putting people's business out there and she goes out there and she says that Odell Beckham Jr. like want, like wants to fly her out and wants her not to wash her, her panties and shit and, um, and all this type of like, you know, wild, like kind of kinky shit, but that I kind of get, you know, but like also, like I don't really, I'm not really into dirty panties, you know, but whatever, you know, like my ex-girlfriend, dude, she one time, she was feeling kind of sexy or something, but like not dirty, and she brought, dude, she, she, she comes over to me, and she puts a, um, a pair of panties in my pocket, and I'm like, oh, my God, I just want to go home, right? Oh, we were out, by the way. We we're out, out and about. And she comes over to me, makes out with me, and she puts something in my pocket, and she walks away, and it's a pair of panties, right? And I'm thinking, oh, good God, tonight we are going to F, f-, f you know? And we get back to uh, my place, and I, um, you know, Taking her clothes off and stuff, and I I figure out that I'm have still got a, I'm still removing panties here. I'm like, what the fuck? What the what? How-? I was like, you wearing two pairs of panties? And she's like, no, nah, uh, I just brought an extra pair of panties so I could do that. Like, she's like, I just didn't really want to be walking around with no panties all night, especially you know if something happened and everyone sees my pussy, you wouldn't want that. And I was like, oh, that's dope. You know, that's fucking dope. And then I also don't have my pocket doesn't smell like pussy. You know. So that's kind of dope. So I'm not, yeah, so I, I get it. I'm not really into dirty panties either. Like, I'm not against it. I don't want shit streaks in my panties or whatever, but like, you know, worn panties, go ahead. Put them in my pocket. You know, Scarlett Johansson can put her worn panties in my pocket or whatever, that's fine. And that's, if you know, if someone isolates that sound bite, she's going to get a restraining order on me or whatever, but just don't, just don't do that. But, um... <clears throat> Yeah, so Odell Beckham Jr. is saying all this wild shit and all of a sudden, he says something to her like, I want you to shit on my chest, apparently. He wants her to come over and shit on his chest. So it's all this shit about, no pun intended, it's all this shit about Odell Beckham Jr. wants poo on his body, dude. And then they say that he's playing for the Cleveland Browns, you get it, and he's like, you know, he's the number 2 wide receiver of all time and they should change their name to the Cleveland Steamers and all, you know, puns. You know, everyone's real fucking clever, dude, but you know, that you know, if you're into something, dude, you don't choose it. You don't choose to be into something, you know? I don't I didn't even choose to be into women. I just, you know, that's the, that was the cards that I got dealt. You're a heterosexual dude that likes pretty regular sex. I went through a phase when I was younger, like between, probably between 18 and maybe 23, where I liked to, um, you know, missionary with a, like a girl on top of me, but I would do the old reach around and slide a digit into their back door you know, some people knock your hand away and some people fucking shove it, you know, really, really need it probably more than what I was willing to give, you know, so that's probably the kinkiest I got. And then I sort of, I sort of got over that. I was like, you know, I'm not really, uh, I'm not really into, into that. I had a girl once try and put a, put her finger up my asshole and I told her to stop three times before I had to kick her out of my house. Uh, so quickly, in fact, that, uh, yeah, she had to leave my house shoeless and I had to end up throwing her shoes away or giving them to the goodwill or something. But I felt like I was really getting borderline raped by this girl. She was, yeah, she was really trying to play with my asshole. And I, no matter how many times I said no, she just really kept going back. And she had like a strange name, like, um, maybe like Serena. No, it was more German than that. And then I sort of thought, like, maybe she's of German descent because, you know, there's some wild, some pretty wild German pornos out there. And so maybe she, maybe that was like in her bloodline. And again, you don't get to choose. You don't get to choose what you're into, bro. And I'm into real basic shit. Um... Real ladies, I like, you know, I like ladies, I like, um, you know, I like wops, you know, like Cardi B has, I like that wet ass pussy, I like, you know, big titties, fat asses, you know, um, really, yeah, I'm not even into like hardcore shit, you know, you know how sometimes you watch a porn and the girls get like, she's giving head or really getting throat fucked, you know, and, like, I don't want that in my house, you know, I don't, I'm not, no, not into it, I'm not even good at, you know, dirty talk, I don't really even do that anymore, because I went through a phase with that, where I was decent at it, and I wasn't, like, offensive, and then I got with this one girl, she was a twin, so I don't know which one I got with, but I got with her, and, she was saying pretty outlandish shit to me, um. So I, I thought she really wanted me to say something crazy to her. So I was like, "Yeah, you like that, you little slut," or something like that. And she stopped, she stopped banging me, and she said, "You, you didn't have to call me a slut." And I was like, "Oh shit!" Like I thought, you know, I thought we were in the. So now I don't even do, uh, you know, I don't even really do dirty talk or sex talk, really. Um, pretty basic. I'm pretty basic, dude. Pretty basic. Um, so yeah, I guess Odell Beckham Jr. It's possible that he wants to get shit on, and it's possible that these bitches are just trying to say like outlandish shit on their podcast to get views. Uh. Um, yeah, but that's. That's that, dude. Fuck, I want another coffee, dude. The weather's getting better. I'm wearing a t-shirt and shorts, dude. In the in the fucking ice box. This studio is cold as fuck, and today it's so nice out that I'm even wearing this in here. So think about that. Um, more sport. Skip. Uh, Skip Bayless. He's got a show called Undisputed, I think, on um on. Is it on ESPN? I don't know. It's him and Shannon Sharp, but uh, he was talking about Dak Prescott, the NFL, the the what am I saying? Dallas Cowboys quarterback, dude, the leader of the team. The you know. Ugh! Sometimes I want, Sometimes I get tired, but Dak Prescott came out at the start of coronavirus and talking about his, uh, his brother committed suicide. And then he went on lockdown. He's talking about his depression. He couldn't, he didn't feel like going to practice. And Skip Bayless comes out and he's like, you know, I don't sympathize with you saying you've got depression. You know, you're, that's not what a leader does. And all this wild shit, dude. Wild shit. Like, man, you corny. Yeah, bro. Skip Bayless, man, you corny. Um, because yeah, so he's he's like, that's not what a real leader does, and I got, I, I must disagree here. I must disagree. If you're the leader of a team full of macho men who are all probably experiencing some form of mental health and won't speak about it, and you come out and talk about what you're going through, then yeah, that's leadership then people can approach you and say, are you okay? And then he can say, are you okay back? And they can say, no, I'm fucking not. You know? That is leadership. Um, And I don't want to get too much into it, but it was "Are you OK Day, uh, which is a day in, I think it's only in Australia, but where everybody's supposed to ask like their friends and coworkers, are you okay? I didn't because I'm piece of shit. Um... I think I was actually on the road that day, so I wasn't actually in the office. But, um, yeah, dude. So, uh, just uh, yeah. I guess fuck Skip Bayless. He's corny. Man, you corny. Uh, I don't. They're calling for his job now, as you know, everyone fucking does. But, uh, he he tried to he he minimized he minimized depression uh and he he showed he showed that people people in powerful positions are still old men old white men with these wild beliefs you know he showed that and people didn't come to his defense and and i'm like, I, and i'm glad um i you know do I think he deserves to lose his job? Probably not. His job is actually to stir up shit. This was pro- this was in this was uh what's it called? distasteful. It was in bad taste. It was ill-informed. It wasn't smart. Um but yeah, I just think really that Skip Baylor's missed missed the mark on this one. Like I'm all for the LeBron sl- slander. You know, you know me. I don't fuck with him at all. But like, when if LeBron was going through mental health shit and Skip said the same thing, I would have to be like Skip, you really need to pull your head in. So you know, I don't think he deserves to lose his job. But he his uh, apparently is. I didn't see his apology. Apparently his apology was weak as well. So. I don't know. We'll see what happens with Skip. I'd like to take his job. I fuck with Shannon, heavy dude, and and Shannon's a LeBron fan, so we could get in arguments and shit all the time. So uh, ESPN or whoever the fuck does that show, if you need a replacement for Skip, I'm young, I'm hip, I'm with it. Um, you know, I won't. I'll try not to curse on TV. Uh, but you can you can definitely definitely get get me on that show. And I would definitely, I would definitely drive the ratings through the fucking roof, boy. Through the fucking roof, man. But uh hey skip. Man, you corny. Um, dude, the NBA. There's been some updates with uh the the NBA. So let's let's have a quick look here at um I hope you guys can still hear me. I'm not talking into the mic properly. Uh let's check the Uh, NBA playoffs. Let's see what all of the the series scores are here. Uh, Yeah. So Boston and Toronto, they play today game seven. Game seven. The Raptors got lucky in two games. Two games got very fucking lucky. I think the Celts deserve it. I think they're going to get it done. I like Toronto this year. I like Nick Nurse as a coach. <coughs> and I really... <laughs> Everyone's been commenting about the burps. Not too much negativity, though. No, so I'm going to keep doing it. Um, I like the... I, I, You know, I don't have a dog in this fight. I kind of do. I lived around the Boston area. I prefer the Celtics to win, but I do really like the Raptors. I like that they're this good without Kawhi. I like that they... Share the ball. There's no egos. I fuck with it. I fuck with it hard body. Um, But yeah, man, uh, that's going to be a good game. I'm going to try and watch that with Steve. Uh, The Nuggets and the Clippers. um, Clippers are leading that series 3-1, I believe. Uh, The Rockets and the Lakers. Lakers are up 3-1 as well. Game five. Um, oh yeah, the Clippers are playing Game five one now right now, so uh, they're winning against the Nuggets. Uh, that could be over today. Um, is that all? Let me have a look here. Clippers Nuggets. Lakers Rockets. Celtics Raptors. Oh yeah, and the um the Heat beat the Bucks four one. Um, so no, I don't reckon anyone would have called that. I don't think anyone would have called that. But I love watching Jimmy Butler right now. He's playing the best ball of his career. Tyler Hero's twenty years old, hitting big shots. They got that other white boy, not Dragic, but the guy he played div three. Then he went to Michigan. Then he got went undrafted, signed with the Heat, and he's fucking he's. The, he's hit the most threes for an undrafted um player ever with like 280 or something now like he's a killer um uh dragic is bowling dude i'm loving the heat i'm loving watching the heat play bam out of bio kendrick nun dude these guys are lit but i love watching i love watching at the moment jamal murray from uh the nuggets even though they're about to get knocked out and Jimmy Butler from the Heat are really, they're, they're my two favorite players to watch in the league right now. Uh, the Lakers, dude, I, Lakers Clippers is going to be, that's going to be really something to see. That's going to be something to see. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. But that's the NBA update. And what are, we, what are we up to here? 55 minutes. I'm going to do Clay's Reviews and um, then we're going to get out of here, I think. So uh, let's do it. Comedy, action, or horror? Will this movie win an Oscar? Set, design, directing, acting, lighting, or costumes? This segment is Clay's Reviews. All right. So I watched two movies this week. One, um, that they were both on the PlayStation Store, actually, which is different. Um, I've been buying movies for some reason lately. Um, I guess things are going pretty well. Get sign up to Bet with Joel at betwithjoel.com slash ref slash welcome to the potty and a promo code potty exclusive 50, potty exclusive 50 for 50% off your first week. That's why I'm buying fucking a movies. But I watched this movie called Good Boys. It's made by like the same dudes that did um, Super Bad. But it's about these sixth graders, right? And they um, do—they get into all types of trouble. My favorite thing about this movie was the use of language, uh, because they didn't know what things meant. They were very ignorant to things, um, and I'll give one example. I don't want to give like zingers away, but I would say one of the kids called the other kid a feminist, and the kid—the kid said, "I'm not a feminist. I love women." Right. So he thought feminist was like the same as racist. Right. So that was that was that kind of shit. Their use of language was great. It was kind of corny, dude, but but fun corny. Um, but yeah, dude, uh, there's a black kid in this movie who we're going to have to keep an eye out for, dude. He's going to be fucking hilarious. He's going to be, I hope he keeps doing comedies. He's going to be great. He's going to be really good. Uh, he was he was great to watch. Um, I don't have too much more to say about that one, but seven out of 10, I really enjoyed it. And re-watchability is up there. I, Rach and I were considering watching it again last night and we probably should have after such a heavy funeral day. We come home and we watch Peanut Butter Falcon. And let me tell you this, that shit was heart-wrenching. Uh, plot was this, uh, down syndrome boy, um, is in a retirement home. He escapes. He wants to just, he wants to learn how to be a wrestler. He's obsessed with wrestling. He escapes and he runs into this fisherman. Shia LaBeouf, who's in his own trouble, so there's like he's get he's sort of getting run out of town by these dudes who are on the search for him. So that's like another subplot. Um, but Shia LaBeouf, for some reason, takes this Down Syndrome dude on this journey, and um, they travel, and he treats he doesn't treat him like an R word, okay, and. The, the, the beautiful thing about the movie to me was the message that when you think you're respecting or taking care of someone that might have an intellectual disability, sometimes you can call them retarded without saying that word, by babying them, by saying, oh, don't do that, don't do that. You can't do that. Give them a chance, maybe they can. Uh, that was, dude, the ending, bruh, do you want to cry? Do you want to fucking cry, dude? I'm not saying my eyes teared up, dude. I'm saying, <laughs> snot, dude, boogers, tears, drool. I was hugging my, I was hugging both my bitches, crying, dude. Rachel was crying. You know, we both, we've been to a funeral. We go through this shit. Man, it was heavy, heavy days, bro. Uh, Highly recommend. And dude, I just gave good boys a seven and everyone, all you do is give sevens. Suck my dick, dude. Peanut butter falcon, nine out of 10. How often do you see that? Nine out of 10. I love you guys, man. This is the best part of my week, every week. You know it. Please keep telling friends to tell friends about the Welcome to the Potty podcast. We are growing. We are fucking growing one listener at a time. But no, dude. Last last, uh, week, we saw a significant bump, which was fucking awesome. I love you guys. Keep telling friends to tell friends. I love you. Um, uh, Also, what else was there? Uh oh yes, remember I am trying to get my get approved as a reviewer on Rotten Tomatoes. So if you can, I need I need 5 star reviews on my podcast uh to get approved. So if I can get two hundred, I think I'm at about sixty four or something at the moment. So if you guys can keep doing that, uh, that would be fucking fantastic. Please. Rate and review, five stars. Tell a friend to tell a friend. I love you guys. Make sure you love yourselves. Uh, If anybody, even people that aren't my friends, if any of you listeners need a chat or something, call in. There's a, uh, you know, there's a voicemail service uh, link in the um, Instagram bio. Leave a message. I'll talk it out on the potty. Uh, DM me. I will respond to you and um yeah let's chop it up man like just love yourselves man always cuz you know I do all right this is welcome to the party and as always bang bang baby welcome to baby welcome to